0: Coming up, the benefits of praying with a prayer book and without one. Welcome everybody to At Home in Jerusalem the podcast on h.com. I'm Heather Dean and this is the place where each week a well-known Torah scholar drops by for a visit and shares important insights that will make home life better. My guest this week is Rabbi Menachem Nissel.
1: Hi everybody.
0: <laughs> Rabbi Nissel is the best-selling author of Mikshay Leve Women and Tefila, and senior educator to NCSY, that's the National Conference of Synagogue Youth. Rabbi Nissel is a popular on a variety of topics to audiences all over the world. And this week, Rabbi Nissel is speaking with us about praying with a prayer book.
1: Okay, very exciting.
0: Okay, so welcome to At Home in Jerusalem. So good to have you here. Uh, Rabbi Nissel, why is a Jewish prayer book called a sitter?
1: Okay, that's a great question. People hold their siddur, they have no idea that they're holding in their hands over a thousand years of Jewish history. And the word siddur actually comes from the word le Sader, which means something that is organized. So basically about a thousand years ago, the rabbis got together and organized all the different prayers into one book, so it could be easily accessible to everyone.
0: So I'm wondering, if the Jewish people were praying without a siddur until about 1100 years ago, why was it necessary to make one?
1: So once upon a time, people used to be able to talk to God, just like the prophets would talk to God. They had the skill of prayer that was innate inside of them. Mm -hmm. But as years went by and Jews went into exile, they lost that skill. And the rabbis decided it was necessary to put together an authentic, deep, powerful way of being, enabling and empowering people to talk to Hashem. Mm -hmm. So... When you're using a prayer book, you're plugging in to the genius of people that lived 2,000 years ago who are guiding us on how to most effectively speak to our Creator.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Well, you said people had the an innate sense, but does this mean only praying with a prayer book or what about just using our own words to talk to God occasionally outside of the prayer book? Isn't it sort of more
1: authentic that way if it's coming from our heart? Or? For sure it's more authentic and there's no question that everyone should do both. Okay. A person should ideally be able to speak from a prayer book and speak from their heart the way it was done in biblical times, mm-hmm. but the power... Of a prayer book is that you're using something that is formally powerful that you know that exists. Mm-hmm. Just to explain very briefly, mm-hmm. in a marriage we have two different dimensions. There's a formal relationship and the informal. The formal relationship creates the backbone, the responsibility. Each side knows what they're supposed to be doing. But right. there's the fun side. There's the informal. There's the there's the the the, the a part of the relationship that is just natural, and that's. The same thing with man and God. We formally talk to Hashem and ask for our needs the mm-hmm. way the rabbis want us. Mm-hmm. But every small, teeny, ween little thing we can share with Hashem the same way. Okay.
0: When you say the way the rabbis want us, so are you saying that it was agreed by this collective of rabbis? Every word, the order of what's important. It was. It was. This was a unified decision, or this was sort of random. Like this rabbi thought this was, and I. Like how did that come together? How? Th- these words that were chosen
1: the centerpiece of the prayer experience is what we call the Shemona Esrei which yeah. is the 19 blessings that we say when we stand in front of God and talk to Him, it is highly, highly organized. Every single possible Jewish experience, everything that our soul is yearning for, okay. can be found. So, for example, a day in our lives, we don't necessarily think of the big picture. We ask Hashem, that, you know, I don't want to scream at my kids today, you know, I don't want to <laughs> get upset with my spouse. Mm-hmm. But we forget that we should be asking for big pictures for the Jewish people, mm-hmm. for the redemption, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So the mm-hmm. rabbis gave us. God. An authentic connection to classic prayer mm. so that we have that as the backbone of our relationship with God. Okay,
0: good. So it's not all about just what's going on in the home, but also we should be praying for things that are important to Pray, the Jewish But there's nation. no question
1: that you need both. Yeah. Just the formal prayer is not enough. You've mm. got a, every small teeny little thing that bothers you. Right. You're stuck in traffic. You can't find parking in Manhattan. Yeah. You tell Hashem, talk to Him. He's listening.
0: Ah, Okay. Yeah. You know, I've read stories uh, in, d- in various magazines how our bubbies in the shtetl, the days of the shtetl, or wherever our ancestors were living, that they would be talking to God as, as a best friend.
1: Absolutely, okay. absolutely. Our grandmothers did not need the sitter. Our grandmothers uh-huh. were talking to Hashem from mm-hmm. morning to night, every mm-hmm. small little thing. Mm-hmm. Quite frankly, I just got off a plane and I talked to Hashem almost all the time. Mm-hmm. Hashem, the person sitting next to me, let him be a normal person. Uh-huh. Hashem, let the TS agent be kind. Uh-huh. These are the prayers that our grandmothers knew they had it in their instincts.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering why do we kiss the Siddur, or uh, this ho- or any holy Jewish book for that matter, when it falls on the floor?
1: So the Siddur has become a beloved holy object, just mm-hmm. like if your beautiful child falls, you pick her up and give her a kiss, the same way the Siddur that is infused with our tears, with our prayers, has become a holy object and mm-hmm. we kiss it. By mm-hmm. the way, I would not kiss your iPhone that contains <laughs> the Siddur. <sitter.
0: laughs> ah. I hear, because that's not the holy Nothing
1: compares to the old-fashioned sitter. Mm -hmm.
0: And what is your opinion on people who say, yeah, it's downloadable on my... It's right there on the iPhone. What is is your personal opinion on it? Great.
1: Go for it. Technology is awesome. Just last week on the plane when it was dark, I used my and it was all lit up and I didn't disturb anyone and I was able to Ah. say my prayers. Take advantage of what we have, but don't forget the way our grandmothers did it has a certain beauty Mm -hmm. and authenticity.
0: Mm -hmm. And I want to just uh, end with the question of what if if somebody on a given day is like, you know what, nothing seems to be going right, God forbid, but uh, that someone just doesn't feel like praying that they feel sort of maybe abandoned so it's hard to connect to prayer what do you
1: let's go back to the marriage example sometimes the marriage can be a perfect marriage but we have our off days and that's normal and Hashem gets it and He's there for us and sometimes even when the marriage is weak you still formally are nice to each other because you just want to keep that mojo same thing you have to decide for yourself sometimes you just say the prayers you're not into it but you're keeping it going you so to speak you're making sure that the clock doesn't go rusty Ah, nice. But there are times when if you can't do it, then don't fake it.
0: Okay, Okay. great. Well, wow. I really appreciate you uh, stopping by and, and discussing praying with the prayer book and uh, prayer itself. Thank That's my so favorite
1: much. subject. Go pray, everyone. <laughs> Still talk to Hashem. Don't forget him. Oh, exactly. He's listening.
0: Very, very nice. Rabbi Menachem Nissel, thank you so much for joining us on At Home in Jerusalem. Thank you. There are so many articles and great lectures about Jewish prayer on com. Check them out. And thanks for listening.